What's up, guys? Here with you with FC Wonder Kid, episode 18. Here with my guy, Fred. How are you? Doing well. Doing really well. I mean, there's just uh, so much happening, and the transfer window is about to shut. Um, I think we got to start there, no? If the transfer window is about to shut, that means a lot of deals need to be made. So where would you like to start here? Which would be the, the transfer? Well, I, I don't, you know, there was a little something that, that uh, came down the pike. Uh, and it, it happened just a, a little bit ago. Fabrizio Romano decided to tell us a little something that um, certain CR7, right? And I'm going to let you take the reins here. Mm, okay it's if i'd like to start to, by saying if cr7 is saying that he doesn't want to play and he want to see we want to see what what's what's in the market he knows sure. something's up like yeah. christian ronald knows something's up and i know what it is it's Mbappé to Real Madrid. because uh i've i've got here in my notes we got varan that left Real Madrid for 40 million we got odegaard that left Real Madrid for 30 million we got mm -hmm. a contract of Ramsh that left. So the spreadsheet is better than Barcelona. Okay. Uh, even without a Messi, maybe like, like they seem more organized financially. I know they're a mess right now, Kial, but yeah. truth is they extended uh, Benzema. If they fix bail situation, if the bail situation, because sure. I, I don't know, he might go to the prem. Let's see. Okay. Tottenham will have a lot of money, maybe. So yeah. Bale could go back Oof. if it's the right deal. But you see, a lot of money can be made. That's what I'm saying. So I do. I fully expect to see Messi and Ronald playing together one day. So and I don't wow. know if it's going to be this year or it's going to be the next. But the moment I saw Messi going to Paris Saint-Germain, I knew it. Because look at the opportunity that PSG have. A club that... Yeah, it has history, but not a lot of history. Ronaldinho was there, but mm -hmm. now, like, they will have the bragging rights of having Messi and maybe Ronaldo in the same team. Just having Messi and Neymar and Mbappe, that's already bragging rights. But now imagine Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah, so, but, you know, they're, 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 <laughs> I get all that. And I, I the connection you made, I, I had to think about it for a little while. Um, but there are things that that should happen. And then there are things that shouldn't happen. And it, and, and Messi and Ronaldo sharing the field together. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's almost like um, sacrilege in some sense, right? Just because of so many years of people comparing them. Why put them on the same field? I get why PSG would do it. Um, but, but in the end, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of rooting actively against this deal. If, if it actually yeah. happens, um, I, and I, who knows, I'll probably tune in, um, if, and when they actually land on the same uh, field together, but I, I just, I just don't see it happening, man. It's tough. That, that is just too much. And if it does happen, it's probably going to happen in major league soccer. Right. Mm, but that's what uh, I'm saying. But, if Ronald is doing this, he knows mm -hmm. something we don't. And I, maybe when, when the pod comes out, we'll know by yeah, the time. Probably. But this, it's something will happen. And in my opinion, Mbappe is going to Real Madrid and Ronald. It's beautiful, yeah. mate. Like, if it, mm -hmm. if it, it's going to be beautiful. And it, I think there's a friendship there. The rivalry, it's been 10 years, man. Like, you've been, you've been, you've been sharing the top for 10 years with someone. Like, in any sport, like, you'll, you'll feel a bit of sympathy. And I, I feel like with Ronald and Messi, 
they feel sympathy between each other because it was such a big rivalry. It's impossible not to not to share the same thoughts because the truth is, no one or little to no people have lived the life that Ronaldo has lived. Well, and true. Messi and Ronaldo have exclusive lives and they understand each other and towards that mindset because yeah they're footballers they, they they're gonna retire one day and like it's 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 the beautiful game like I, I just love the fact that maybe they'll be friends and all that I'm already I'm already going maybe, I'm hyping it up that maybe they'll be friends that's that's funny yeah maybe they'll, they'll wind up in Ibiza together um yeah you know and and you know not to transition too far off this but if you're if you're like a guy like Manuel Locatelli, right? One of the big transfer deals done recently. Mm-hmm. This is another situation. Uh, you know, it's not as is it as big mm. as uh, Sergio Aguero going to Barcelona and then watching his friend Leo Messi leave. Um, no, it's not. But you know, Locatelli and and Juventus that uh, they're primed. Uh, they're you got to say that they're favorites to take back Syria, mm-hmm. right? And. Um, and then, yeah, Ronaldo decides. It's, it's hey. interesting there, but the Ju- I, we're here on transfers, and Juventus Juvent did a transfer that I was quite surprised because I thought he was going to Benfica. It was Caio Jorge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've watched him play sometimes. Like I'd say I've watched ten to twenty games, ten in between ten to twenty games of Caio Jorge, mm-hmm. and he's speedy, and he has a good decision making in front of goal, and he's nineteen. Yeah. So, the, what they paid for him. I see City, like I know Kaiki, Meltinho, these are, maybe they have a higher ceiling, but sure. Caio Jorge has a proper good ceiling too. Like I, yeah. I could compare him with Gabriel Jesus maybe when he was a Palmeiras. Um, and they got him for, for cheap. I think I was cheap if we, if we compare those numbers. It's so Locatelli, Locatelli is the player, that's the, the one of the best signings in Serie A. And I've got here two other deals that I think they'll be really good. And one of them is Florenzi to AC Milan. I don't know what happened between Mourinho and Florenzi, but they they must they mustn't be getting a feel of each other. So yeah. AC Milan, they got they got him straight away. And Florenzi is a really good snatch, in my opinion. Yeah, and and you know who that's really good for? That's good for U.S. Men's National Team player Brian Reynolds, um, mm-hmm. who's probably not going to be going out on loan, but as a right back there with a high so... ceiling, but definitely a lot more to learn. Uh, that's a big deal, but it, you know, the, the whole Locatelli thing, and then I'll let you get back to your, your other, your other deal there, the whole Locatelli thing. I mean, <laughs> Locatelli is a, a Juve fan has been a Juve fan for years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that when he was signed, his brother just, you know, posted on Instagram, a picture of Manuel, his brother, Mattia, I think his name is, uh, posted a picture of Manuel uh, back when he was like 11 or 12 years old uh, oh, with a 27th Scudetto t-shirt with Juventus on it. Guess what number he took at Juve? I have no idea. Don't tell me it's the seven. 27. <laughs> oh, yep. okay. <laughs> he's 27. Yep. Okay. So he's got that. He's got a picture with that 27th Scudetto. I mean, the guy's been a Juve fan. So it's, it's going to be really interesting uh, there, but... That that's I mean come on it was a two year loan with an obligation to buy we all knew that this probably was the destination for Locatelli even during Euro 2020 there were uh, rumors swirling about it um, but but ultimately I mean this kind of sets them if they can hold on to CR7 <laughs> this kind of sets it in motion that they're going to take back Syria but we'll see um, who who was the other 
the other Serie A transfer though that you wanted to key in on? I I, I had like I ha- I have here like the the AC Milan was Pietro Pellegrini. Uh, oh. I feel like maybe him being at AC Milan <laughs> next to an Ibrahimovic because I've seen a lot of players improving next to Ibrahimovic and. Maybe this kid will take him seriously. And truth is, a lot of injuries have have come to his life. Like yeah. he's he'd had a huge ceiling at Monaco. That deal was was an, a deal with high expectations, and maybe it affected him a little bit mentally. And the fact that you're going to be get, getting guidance, yeah. uh, and him and the I can't remember the name, the Swedish kid striker at AC Milan too, Emil. Emil oh, Emil Roback. So Roback. you got two talents there. The AC yeah. Milan will. We'll, we'll be expecting a lot. So, Pellegrini, I feel like maybe he'll physically, he'll learn a lot with all these stars. Because yeah. development and the truth is there's a lot of preparation in football. And the best athletes like Ibrahimovic, they can teach a lot to players like him. So, sure. I, 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 I was expecting that. And there was a deal too, a domino deal, like we got, like to call it. We got dominoes deals like every transfer window <laughs> now. Uh <laughs> Uh, that is Pedro going to Roma. Uh, no, El, uh, I Pedro going to Lazio, leaving oh, Roma yeah, yeah. and going to Lazio. Yeah, uh, rivalry. Yeah, and that was a really weird deal. So we got Florenzi and Pedro not having a bow with Mourinho. Like, which, okay. And Joaquin Correa, Michael Twinter, uh, the, uh, because of this. So I, I don't know. Uh, I think it might happen because he wants to stay in Italy. So Inter are spending the money the, yes. of Lukaku towards Anakimi towards uh, Joaquin Correa. Which I'm is surprised that's not going straight to the uh, giant hole in the balance sheet. Um, mm. But hey, uh, you know, I guess at least at least they're not giving up um, their hopes on a uh, a rerun of a Scudetto. Uh, but regardless, yeah. like Inter has one of the best defense in Serie A, like yeah. right now. Like Bastoni, like the Vrigi, Skriniar, that's a good, those back, that back three and Danovic is a good. I, I like them. I like them a lot still. So okay, okay, but your creative force is Barella, no? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Barella and uh, who would they bring over? Samu, Zeku. Samu from um, where was that from? AC Milan, mm-hmm. right? Didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he go over? So. Yeah, uh, it, it's hey, Serie A is going to be amazing to watch this. This, uh, but I think it's it's wide open, and and if CR seven goes to PSG, <laughs> it's it is ex- it's especially wide open. Um, but hey, I, I have to bring this up uh, since we are going to be talking probably about Chelsea uh, in a little while. Um, <laughs> I just got to ask straight out: forty million euros for Tammy Abraham, right? Mm-hmm. Tammy's going. Uh, Jose Mourinho is excited to have him. I gotta ask you, how many goals do you think he's going to score in Syria? Ah, like it's it's the it's the bold prediction. If he gets twenty goals, like I feel it could happen. Like it's he's twenty three years old. He's yep. got something to prove. I remember seeing Tommy Abraham at Aston Villa. He was banging goals like it was nothing, like a Haaland esque type goals. You know, yep. like he was that that lanky, tall. Uh, finishing on point, like Tammy is quality. Like, and I'm sorry, I know some Chelsea fans know this Tammy Abraham, but mm-hmm. a lot don't. So, if you could like check Roma this season, I feel like they they might surprise people with more into. I yeah. 
I f- the more the more the more years pass, the more relaxed I see Mourinho. Mourinho is less titles, more being involved in football type now. Sure. He knows he's a legend of the game, and like long term, he'll have the 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 recognition he deserves. So, I, I, I can I yeah. like it's yeah, but and one coach that has ha, deserves recognition nowadays. And at the time he didn't have, I just want to say this, is Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger, another legend coach that showed that he was supporting Arsenal. He was doing everything. And look sure. at Arsenal without Wenger now. Every Wenger out, Wenger out. Look. This that was the pillar that would make the, the club the club work. Getting cheap transfer deals. You know it better than me. They got Hen uh, for how much? Six million or te- twelve million or peach yeah, for six pennies. million, even post inflation, it's uh, it's pennies um, compared to what he obviously grew into. But hey, there there was there was a feeling that Wenger was was um, uh, what is it? Uh, the definition of insanity is uh, trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, while his business it wasn't always flawless in the later years, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, he he rode he rode the capital of those early two thousands yeah. um, a, a long way and obviously he's you know a brilliant mind brilliant everything um, but yeah man Arsenal what well, Martin Odegaard um, he's in he's there there's your uh, I guess uh, he's going to go to Emil Smith Rowe and say I'll have my ten no he's taking the eight he's taking the eight um, and um, I don't know. Are you going to see two cams? What are we doing here? Or is he going to play a little bit more reserved? Um, but it, it, it's unbelievable to me that both of these, it, it, they were telegraphed, these moves. Odegaard, that was kind of late on, but then Aaron Ramsdale, let's just go drop 28 million euros on a backup keeper. The, the, these are just puzzling, puzzling decisions uh, and get shellacked by uh, Chelsea today at your pitch. It makes little to no sense to me, and I, I just once again we say it every flipping episode. We don't want to rail on Arsenal decisions, but you give us no choice, right? <laughs> this, I'll, 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 in everything you said, I disagree at one point. I think Ramsdale is not going to be backup. I feel like he's going to start because Leno has one huge problem, and that is distribution. Leno is horrible distributing the ball. And it is true. Like, I'm not a big fan of Arteta, but I know, just like Guardiola's style of play, Arteta needs fast play. And that's why his priority was getting Ben White. And look, I'm not defending Ramsdale. I wouldn't get him for that amount of money. Like, come on, here in Portugal, we have better keepers. I know better keepers there, here in Portugal, than Ramsdale. Look, that's it's bold to say, but there is okay. I, like it's just Maximian that went to Granada. Like if they're getting yeah. Nuntavaj, like that's that's what I was gonna say. They spent a hundred and thirty million. Yeah, who spends a hundred and thirty million? You'd expect the squad to be much better. Is yeah. the squad much better? No, it's no. not much better. So they got Ramsdale, they got Odegaard, they got Lukonga, they got Ben White. And who am I missing? Nuntavaj. 130 million, you get this. I know there's no European competitions, but you get this. Come on. 
they, they are for right now until city drops on uh, harry kane or something oh. right they are the highest spending club in the premier league and they're not playing european competition this year Odegaard is a good signing though brendan i i and i i'm gonna say this this is kind of a prediction too and it's not bold like i feel like when Odegaard played for arsenal last season in the back of his head he was like okay where's what's gonna happen next year to me you know sure so okay. i feel like this year we're gonna see a much better Odegaard at arsenal okay i'm predicting this okay. and at real sociedad i remember seeing Odegaard. Like being very comfortable in which going to the wings, sharing a bit those combinations with Oyarzabal. Mm-hmm. So I think Smith Rowe and Odegaard will work out, but will it be with Arteta? I'm not sure. I'm uh, not sure. And maybe it shouldn't be with Arteta, okay? Uh, maybe it should well, be with I a mean, proper coach. Based Odegaard on watching, yeah. it's a proper talent. Based on watching their, uh, their whole left side just get destroyed by Chelsea's right side today. Um, yeah, something, something very clearly needs to change. Uh, but man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I want to see Odegaard succeed. Hell, I want him at a place where he can become a club legend, uh, not just bopping around the continent. Um, you know, thinking about, I don't know, the grass is always greener on the other side or something, but, yeah. um, Hey, I'll tell you what, uh, Odegaard, it, it, that was one we've been talking about, you know, in terms of w- what destination, where it would be. We always thought kind of in the back of our head, Arsenal would come back in for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another name is Dusan Vlahovic, right? And and we've been sitting here looking at these Premier, Premier League targets, uh, you know, who should go in for him? He could be, say, a cut rate. Lukaku at Chelsea, not no, not, not comparing the two in any way, shape, or form. Another name has come in for Dusan Blahovic. And tell me what you think about this, like first mm, off the yeah. top of your head. Atletico Madrid. You they like got it? rejected, right? They got that well, rejected. They I, I don't know. I mean, ha, has that happened yet? I think Fabrizio. Yeah, I think Fabrizio oh. I yeah. Fun but, on it. but but I think they can reboot it. That is honestly like Vlahovic with Felix. So Jean Felix or Dusan Vlahovic. That is just so people have an idea. He's I think he's the youngest ever goal scorer in Serie A. Like yeah. he's is 21, 21 goals in Serie A. So a massive, massive and the youngest scorer in Partizan, a massive player. Okay. Playing with Felix. Look, I'd love Felix to have him. But Suarez is there. Like it's options, you know, and but, but yeah, Suarez is there's Suarez is 30, 34. He's not in the roster today, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this is Sunday that we're we're recording this, um, or not not in the match day eleven. Um, so you're you're thin up thin up top. You really are thin up top. And if you're you know you've got you got the Paul now pulling the strings in the midfield. Um, as of right now, Saul's not out the door. Uh, th- this is a core type of team and they need someone that they're going to grow with. And unfortunately, you know, while Jao Felix and Vlahovic can play together, but you know, Felix is still dealing with injury issues. Yeah. I, when, when is he actually expected back? Do you know? I like it's, 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 it's such a big question in my mind. Like when am I going to sure. see Jean Felix? Like how I saw him at Benfica. Like yeah. I'm, I'm really hopeful it'll be soon. It will happen because he's got a strong strong mind and a strong motivation. I know that. But come on, it's been tough. I don't know, Brennan. Like it's it's just been, it has been question marks with with Felix is but yeah, yeah. Dusan Vlahovic would give guarantees to Atletico. Mm-hmm. But 
I feel like Tottenham should go in for him. You know, they really should go in for him, Tottenham, because it's a fast solution towards Harry Kane that leaves. And <laughs> if Harry Kane leaves and they get a bail, they get Dusan Vlahovic and they get yeah. another midfielder, Tottenham might get top four. That would be bold, but they could they could have a contention there with Leicester. Arsenal, oh. like, changed the manager. Like, yeah. But there was a transfer here that I wanted to to, to mention, and sure. that was Darami uh, Copenhagen Ford. Yeah, yeah. That went to Ajax. Ajax. Yeah. yeah. And that is a really good find. I saw the Club Bruges and Ajax were fighting to mm -hmm. to have him, and I think he, he that was the right club for him because yeah. I know I've seen like a couple of matches of him, and he's he he's very comfortable too on the wing. So he's a striker mm -hmm. type beat with winger. So, a lot of goals. He scores good goals. Ball control yeah. on points. Mm -hmm. And what I like the most about him is how he puts pressure on center backs. High yeah. tempo, non-stopping player. So, watch out, guys. This is a transfer that's under the radar, and it'll be game-changing. Watch uh, out. Absolutely. And I think Ajax is learning um, from their loss in the transfer battle for Kamaldin, who ended up going to Rennes. Um, and they... Yeah, they're they're going in bold on this one and making sure that uh, Deremy does not, you know, slip through their fingers here. And yeah, he's he's a wonderful player. And the funny thing is, is he's been a wonderful player for the last several years and just getting stronger, getting more, you know, um, uh, just just home in his game um, as as he waits for this type of a move and has been great for Copenhagen. So um, that is, that, what was that? He's 19. He's 19. Yeah, he's 19 and he's been around. I think he debuted at 16, maybe just after 17. So he's been in and around their 11 for quite a few years. Uh, and I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss because we actually do get a little bit of Danish football. I'm going to miss the Jonas older uh, wind, uh, Mohammed Deremy uh, link ups, uh, especially like the one we saw earlier today. Uh, so, you know, I think, I think he'll be just fine at Ajax um, and, and they'll work him in. Uh, but it's that is a great, great, great signing. Um, and hey, I'm just ha ha happy that the next step has shown itself for him, assuming that that um, goes through. And we could only wish the exact same thing for a guy like uh, Iliex Mariba, right? Oh yeah. And yeah. it's it's tough. I understand that there's both sides. Uh, Mariba obviously went to his Instagram story and basically said, "Hey, listen, you don't know everything." You don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes, right? Okay, it was like a, it was a very mysterious quote that led us to believe that that's the case. Um, but really, what it comes down to is the kid needs to play, and uh, we've already been shown that there are multiple interested parties for him. Um, and you got to tell me which one would you pick out of these three: Red Bull Leipzig, Manchester City, and Chelsea have all reportedly said or registered interest. In Moriba, where would you go if you were him? You know who I'm picking. It's Leipzig I, there. It's Leipzig, yeah. like yeah. Broby, Moriba, yeah. such so many talents would be there. It's even your guy, Caden Clark, right? Yeah, Caden <laughs> so, Clark will be there soon enough. Yep. So, do you have do you have any transfers you want to mention? Like next A actual transfers? Um, no, I mean we covered all the ones that that we really like. I think the other one you have to watch out for is there's a little bit of a transfer battle going on between Tottenham and Manchester City for uh, Pape uh, Matarsar, mm -hmm. who, who's a young uh, midfielder uh, at Mets. And, um, you know, 
played phenomenally today versus Reem, or was that yesterday? Um, and you know, that this is, this is a kid you're going to hear more about as it kind of all comes together, but, uh, definitely, definitely one, I think is not going to stop anytime soon. Um, did you have any others? No, that, that's, that's pretty much, we covered, uh, we covered a lot of it and, you know, and Ronaldo, yes. <laughs> I had like three others on here, but Ronaldo just pushed all three of them off. So we'll, it's, uh, yeah, well make that deal, Ronaldo, make that deal. So let's go to the next topic. And. Before we start talking about this next topic, I have to say, uh, any players you thought you think like should be mentioned in the best players in the week, wonder kids or not, please go down below and comment who do you think should be a player highlighted this week, this weekend, and yeah, yeah we will answer it. We're always answering comments on YouTube, so yeah, guys. So who is the player that you want to highlight, Fred? I'm curious about oh. this one. I mean, I got to start with Dominic Sobasai, right? I mean, come on. Two goals, four zip Red Bull Leipzig win over Eintracht Frankfurt. The first one was a ridiculous stunner. I mean, it's just, it's so fitting for Sobasai. I mean, this, this guy has been through injury hell over the last seven months. He's had, you know, ups and downs in terms of his actual recovery. He helps Hungary earn their ticket to Euro 2020 only to not be able to take part in it. Mm -hmm. And now he's got three goals to start the year and he's got his first two Bundesliga goals in his pouch. And I think he ain't stopping here. He really isn't. And it's just so awesome to see. I mean, how happy does that make you? I know you've been a fan of him for a while. No. I've been preaching Dominic Schaub's life for so long. And seeing those two goals, oh, yeah. I was so happy. Like, he deserves it. You said it. Going through injury, tough injury, and seeing the Euros, that yeah. he made it happen, oh, he deserves it. Like, oh, that was a good shout-out. And the Screamers, too. Like, <laughs> The first one. The <laughs> first like, one is exactly what he's made of. I mean, he can he, he will do that again. And again, because that's kind of something at that at that angle, that corner, you're not looking at it. And, and most people don't say, hey, I'm going to hit it from here. Um, he will do that time and again and surprise the crap out of you um, and generally catch the goalkeeper off and boom, it's in. But uh, I hey, got a bold uh, statement like of Dominic Shobosley. Like this is okay. bold. I'm going to go bold. Dominic Shobosley is as good as James Ward-Prowse is at set pieces. Like he, Dominic Shabazz, like is a king on set pieces. That is, I've been watching him for like two years. Yeah, and he's got that Messi esque free kick type. Something's gonna happen. Like people get worried when he goes. So, I I, I went bold there. I know. I know. I went. Yeah, I went no, a bit I bold. Mean, I'm not even gonna fight you on it because you go bold every day now. It's <laughs> it's, it's exhausting. No, just kidding. Uh, no, but I'll I'll tell you what. I mean that that type of game, that four zero win. Um, th- th- that just goes to show you what Leipzig can play like um, and all the embarrassment of riches they have in terms of the young bucks. I mean, they might lose Sabitzer to, to Bayern. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that is another potential transfer deal, deal that might actually happen. Uh, but Konku's Zobislai, I say it different every time. I'm terrible at saying his last name. Uh, there's just so much. Tyler Adams has been phenomenal first couple games for them. Um, you know, Jesse Marsh, that's the way Jesse Marsh, uh, can put together a team. I'm going to be excited to see where they go, uh, from here, but we'll see. Um, who's your first highlight of the week? I'm going to go with a player that has a Portuguese name, 
rapariga em português, esse Fábio Carvalho é de Fola, under the guidance of Marco Silva. Absolutely. And like, come on, what, what's the deal with Fábio Carvalho? Like, don't you want to play with us? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already getting Agent Bryce here on the on the move. Like, come on, he's so good. Like, I knew about him because you, 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 you were a big fan of Fábio yeah. Carvalho. Mm -hmm. And I knew he was good, but this good? He's so wavy. Like, the dribbling. Like the way he goes to the right, he goes to the middle. He's so wavy. The dribbling, like the passes, the change of flank. This yeah. is, if you don't know him, he's one of the youngest players in the championship with Marc mm -hmm. Silva. He's 18. And the kid has four games, three goals, mm -hmm. one assist, mm -hmm. and 10 key passes. Yeah. Okay. These are stats that like you, you're going to see him play. And if you see him, you'll see what I'm talking about. He's yeah, not, and and he's unique. And, and, and the Carvalho, Fabio Carvalho, you know that progression was kind of halted in some respects because of the up and down, up and down nature of Fulham over the last couple of years. Um, you know, when you when you get promotion, Khan, who owns the team, goes out and and he just buys everyone he most possibly can. And the second time around, when he probably should have found some space for Carvalho to grow and develop in, you know, in their, not their 11, but in their match day squad, uh, you know, he just doesn't do it. Um, so to see him, this is the best place for him, the championship, um, starting literally at camera, like right behind um, the striker. Uh, he's going to get a, a whole lot of experience uh, this year. And believe it or not, Fulham's Academy has been phenomenal over the last Uh, several years in terms of developing guys, it's just taking that final step and getting the place to play like a Jay Stansfield, a Sonny Hilton. There's some very good players in that academy that people should be looking at. Um, but I think Fulham maybe has turned a leaf and they will, they will start to integrate these players. And uh, yeah, Fabio, Fabio Carvalho. I mean, maybe there's somebody out there that's already in his ear. Who knows? He might, he might play for Portugal. Ah, let's see. Let's see. He's got the name. <laughs> Fabio Carvalho. Mark Silva. Fala aí, <laughs> make yeah. it happen okay who, yeah. who's your who's your next player oh my goodness uh you know my next player here I, i've got to go with a guy that's a little bit off the grid here um we've talked about him briefly but i'm gonna say arthur cabral uh brazilian kind of a mix of a target striker poacher uh 23 years old uh, he's been <laughs> at basel for for years um but this kid this kid this guy uh he's got 14 goals six assists in nine games. Yeah. Nine games. Okay. Now I don't care what competition you're up against. If it's professional and you're putting that many goals against that, you know, in, in mm -hmm. that amount of time, um, someone deserves to be taking a look at you. And this is what I don't really understand uh, with a Vlahovic 21, 21 years old, 21 goals in Syria. Um, with Cabral, who's been doing this at Basel for several years now, I am just confounded that there are not, or befuddled, whatever word you want to use, that there are not more teams publicly circling around these players, right? Yep. And literally stating their intent to sign them. Uh, because, you know, Cabral, Basel, you can say, is not, you know, uh, the tier of whatever. But ultimately, Briel and Bolo went through Basel. Right. Mm -hmm. Manuel Akanji went through Basel. Mo Salah went through Basel. El Yunusi went through Basel. 
Uh, some are obviously Salah, we know, stands out there. But these are phenomenal players that, you know, Basel has done a very good job at developing this guy. And um, they're enjoying their football this season. So have you you heard of him, been able to watch him at all? Yep. yep. And there's one thing about him I like a lot. He's so active in social media, commenting like, uh, Fanatics Football. I don't know if you know this page. It's no. a really good Brazilian page, and he's always commenting on it, like saying "I bravo," like saying. And then he actually commented after the the crazy stat that you just mentioned. Like he actually commented. He commented like, "Oh, people saying I just did it at Basel. It's so easy." So he yeah. does know that people do comment that. So that must be his motivation. I'm going to double these numbers, and you'll see if it's easy. So yeah, I like that mention there. I like that mention there. I'm going to go with a player that's really well-known, but not well-known at, at a position he played, and that's Gabriel Jesus. Okay. I, I watched that game against Norwich, and I was watching Gabriel Jesus on the wing. Yeah. What's this? Why haven't you been a winger? Like, yeah. why haven't you been a winger earlier, okay? Because what was those crosses? Even the crosses were on point, but, like, what I liked the most about Gabriel Jesus on the wing is mm-hmm. the runs. Like, the runs are so good and at the right time. So, I wanted to highlight this, like, because Gabriel Jesus does get a lot of criticism. Now, even even now that Harry Kane talk, you know, people saying, look, yep. you're a striker, you should be delivering. Like, why are we getting 150 miles? So, if he goes to the wing and you have a substitute striker with Liam Delap just renewing his contract until 2026, Gabriel Jesus on the, li- uh, on, on the wing, Delap mm-hmm. on, on the bench, it's it's they're setting they're setting it very well in my opinion there at city so yeah yeah oh, that's yeah my, two, two assists right I, I know it was norwich city but two assists correct but it's yeah. the way he did it like he was, yeah, he was so true. comfortable playing on the wing yeah yeah uh well and hey that's a that's a good shot and i'm gonna stay in the premier league um because mm-hmm. i don't know if it was the week or the first two weeks of the premier league um i don't know what got into the right backs in the league but man, there are a lot of young right backs uh, balling out. And uh, let's start earlier. Let's start, you know, go back to week one. Um, and I got to say, Jafet Tangenga, um, who can play center or right back uh, for Tottenham. Um, he was phenomenal. I'm not going to, I can't go as far to say he like pocketed the city offense, um, but he was absolutely everywhere for them. Now he was, he was okay today um in in their win versus wolves but hey you might recall a couple a couple episodes ago i i said that tottenham are gonna be like the west ham and i know it's early right west ham from last year where everybody thought west ham was going to be fighting for relegation you know nobody thinks tottenham's going to fight for relegation but you know what i mean okay they have now come out with two one zero wins uh, and and Tanganga has been a a big part of that. Kid's only twenty two. And um, a one zero loss. I just wanted to say that against Pasfreire. That it's a well known club. Come on, people are hating on Pasfreire, but they've been in European competitions way like they've been in European competitions soon. And Diogo Jota yeah. played there. I just wanted to say that, but continue. Yeah, and that and that eleven obviously from Spurs. That eleven looked a little bit different than the eleven that uh, that went True. out against Wolves or or uh, City. I don't even think uh, Tanganga was in that eleven. No. Um, but no, this is uh, you know all the all the headlines uh, surrounded them, and obviously Harry Kane making his way into the game today maybe takes a little bit of pressure off of it. Who knows what's what's happening? Maybe they're reintegrating him. Who knows? Um, but ultimately. 
Spurs have, uh, I wouldn't say defied the odds, but they've they've started the season with two wins. And Tanganga is a big part of it. Uh, and the midfield has been a big part of it. Harry Winks was great. Um, mm-hmm. Hoiberg's been great. Uh, so, But that's one of the right backs, Tanganga. I think you might want to mention the other one or one of the other ones. The other one, uh, another player with a Portuguese name, mate, like Valentin Livramento. <laughs> Livramento is a Portuguese no. name. Like yeah. I was, <laughs> no, but I, I, you know more about Livramento than me. But I'll be honest, like what mm-hmm. I saw today against Man United, that was a proper battle-tested right back right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he did. Like okay, when he fell, he went back up fast. There was a moment there in the 80th minute that yeah. like he was. He's 18 years old. He must be drained, and he just comes back up, and he's crucial in the ball possession so he like that 1-1 game against man united he was crucial so yeah that's that's the right back right yeah and and five million right livermento cost five million for them um and and he must have just you know answered the call they said we're gonna put you right into the 11 i don't Mm -hmm. know what kyle walker peters uh did to anybody uh but (laughs) Uh, Tino Livermento was the Academy Player of the Year at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and and this is this is an embarrassment of riches that Chelsea has created at the right back position. You've got uh, Livermento and you've got Tariq Lamptey uh, going out the door and and starting to make their careers careers elsewhere. While it hasn't been a bad decision to let them leave, because exactly who have they left behind reese james and reese james today against arsenal was the reason why chelsea beat arsenal so uh, unbelievable in in all this and uh and and we're forgetting we're forgetting one we'll go back to reese in a second but this game was a little bit earlier the -hmm. other right back i got to bring up here is hey trent alexander arnold i mean you talked about it if he gets proper defensive support okay the, the, the guy can do what he's what he's born to do which is you yeah. know deliver a cross deliver a key pass and yeah he had like seven key pass he was just he was phenomenal um first burnley so uh yeah all the right backs getting in on this <laughs> but that liverpool game like i like to highlight another player in that liverpool team and uh, it's a player that he's 18 years old and he, he had a lot of a lot of combinations with trends and yeah. that's harvey elliott mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna say that Liverpool shouldn't get another midfielder because I do believe they should get another midfielder. Mm-hmm. But Harvey Elliott does give a little bit of guarantee guarantees here. The kid yeah. is a baller. He's one of the best 18-year-olds out there in terms of playmaking ability. Yeah. The ball on his feet, he can think it all. Like he And Klopp knows it. So there's a reason why a big club like Liverpool is putting an 18-year-old on the pitch, and it's because Harvey Elliott is a baller. Yeah. So... Yeah, and, and there's another player that I was going to highlight, and that's Reese James. Like, Reese James, yeah. a goal and an assist against Arsenal. I know Arsenal is shambles, but it's still like a London <laughs> derby there. And it is a big moment for for Lukaku, even. Like, that yeah. assist to that first goal, it's, got, it's what we're going to see this this uh, this season. A quick cross, Lukaku's there. There you go. Now they have someone that's always going to be there, so... It's actually going to be scary, man. Like, yeah. Did, did you think it too? Did you think it too when Lukaku put the ball in net? Did you say that um, to yourself that Timo would have missed that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say he missed that. I would have yeah. said he wouldn't be there. 
he wouldn't be there because okay. you need, I, I don't. I think the full package with Lukaku is Lukaku by like two players need to be marking Lukaku at all times, and he's so good passing the ball to his teammates and giving space to others. Like Reese James had no one covering him; he was loose, and it was loose because Lukaku has all the attention on them. So. Right. I don't know. Like Chelsea fans, get, that is that's something to that's something to look forward to, you know. There. I mean, after seeing him in the eleven mm-hmm. for the first time in ten plus years, uh, I I might have to you know recalibrate my my thoughts uh, around what Chelsea can accomplish this year. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty unbelievable, and I think he's only going to get better uh, as he integrates there. Um, but I'll I'll tell you what. I mean. Uh, a guy like uh, Lautaro Martinez at Inter um, with, with now like Jekko is up top with them. Um, unless they, I think they're going to blood this uh, Martin, Martin Satriano. Or, yeah. Satriano uh, as well. But Lautaro, do you think the whole reason why he was so effective in many ways was because of the attention that was always put on Lukaku? On point, brother. I think that it was crucial for Lautaro to improve. And another thing was crucial too. And that's why I think Conte is desperately needed at Arsenal. Because the moment Conte comes in, Aubameyang gets better. Odegaard <laughs> gets better. Ben White gets better. Every single player gets better. Why? Because he's a better coach. And Lukaku said it. I became a different footballer with Antonio Conte. Like, my, my mindset completely changed. And look at him now. Like, it's... Like it's 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 unrec- it's you can't recognize him. Like looking from United to to Chelsea. Like yeah. right now he's got a proper athlete body. So it's yeah, it's he he could be in the nominees for the the UEFA awards, right? So he, maybe he's good. <laughs> he's good. You never know. Uh, no, so you know, do you have any other? Um, well, actually, no. no I've I've won. I I got to oh, bring okay. this up. I got to bring this up before we move on. Okay. Yusuf Demir. Okay. Mm-hmm. We all we all remember when he was signed on loan to Barca B. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, a little something went down where Messi, you know, exits. Uh and this kid, obviously his debut for Barca, he is the youngest non-Spanish player to ever debut for Barcelona. Okay? Uh since, I'm sorry, since not in history since Leo Messi. Okay. That is a big name one to follow, but two, it could be a product of the situation going on at Barcelona, or it could just be that he's turning heads. He's doing the right things in training to find time. Um, I think you're going to see a whole lot more of Demir uh, as the season progresses. And and we've seen him, we, you know, we don't get to watch as much as him at, uh, as much of him as we would have liked for rapid Vienna, uh, Vienna, but he is a proper, proper uh, prospect when it comes to, um, you know, if Ronald Koeman wants to uh, create his first star there. And by the way, he's giving Pedri rest, so that's great. But Yusuf Demir, <laughs> uh, I am, if you consider the quality that has gone through the ranks at, at, at Barcelona, um, he now this looks like a team that is the perfect place for him to get minutes moving forward. That's so weird to even say mentioned that like it's finally like Pedri gets a rest man like it's and then Yusuf Demir like yeah I I, I don't know him like you do in Rapid Vienna but 
but what I've seen of him, he's he's got the touch, and yeah, he's he might could be impressing in training. You're right there. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, could work out. Any others? Any others? Well, I've got here. My last one was Gonzalo Inacio, because again, Portugal in Portugal, like this, he's a 19 year old center back for Sporting, and I'm gonna go bold here for me. Gonzalo Inácio is top five center backs under 20 in the world. Gonzalo Inácio at Sporting. Very under the radar. One of the best ball-playing center backs under 20 in the world. I can guarantee you that. And you'll hear about him. Gonzalo Inácio. Like, he's the first runner for me for the the Ruben Diaz duo in the the next World Cup. Like, I'm saying up and coming. He's really good. Is Inácio... Is he a... Like a is he a big player? I mean, what what was his goal like? I saw he scored, right? Uh, yeah, it was a it was a it was a, it was a simple it was a simple like cross in. He's there. He's at the right t- right place at okay. the right time. Like it was the first goal with fans there. But what I like about Inasu, it's like first of all, every player says he's very mature, uh, very very good conduct. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's the ball playing ability. He's very special with that. It's really on point. So okay. yeah, that was that was that was the mention I wanted to do. Nice. Well, uh, if you're if you're going to mention him, do you also want to mention uh, you know what do you know about Murato? Uh, Murat Murat is a very good center back too. That I was expecting for him to play more this season. If you guys okay. go see way back, like the Benfica Benfica mm-hmm. expectations, because Murato in the youth league was like a cheat code. Like if you're seeing Murat now in the Primera Liga, imagine Murato in the UEFA youth league. Like he was. He was playing around with everyone. So yeah. when I saw that, I knew this kid was was a baller. And confidence-wise, he's got it. He's what what I like about Muratu playing at Benfica. He's very good predicting what's going to mm-hmm. happen next. He there's a lot of saves he does. Like the last one to beat, which he should be. He's a center back there too. But mm-hmm. like he's he's been he's been key. He's been key. So now with this game against PSV, let, let's see what happens. But yeah, the good player to mention too, Muratu. No yeah, prayer. yeah, and he, he was he was great for PSV. So, all right, well, um, well, next topic. So, uh, yeah. the next topic we got here was a little bit under the radar too this week, and that was the UEFA awards. So, yeah. if you guys don't know about it, the UEFA awards is basically who was the best in the UEFA competitions. I know the name says it all, but it's the Euros, it's the Champions League, but don't count the competitions that aren't UEFA. Okay, guys. Yeah. So. Man, uh, man, player awards are De Bruyne, Kante, and Jorginho. Are they the best players in the world top three? No, that's a different conversation. But they're the UEFA, the UEFA top three. So, yeah. do you have any idea who might win it? Well, I'll tell you what they uh, they have certainly pivoted away from it just being Messi or Ronaldo um, these days. Uh, because those are three names that obviously we we would have never really. I mean, who won it last year? It was it was Lewandowski, right? Last mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, looking at this, it it kind of comes down to the fact that if we're naming all the UEFA competitions, who did best in pretty much all, all of them, and uh, that's why I mean, odds-on favorite for me has got to be Jorginho. No, fact. Yeah, fact. yeah, fact, fact, fact. If the Bruyne had won that Champions League, yeah. I think the Brian would win it, but yeah, it's should it be like that though, Brian? Like, should it be like who wins the most competitions that wins it, or shouldn't it be like who performed the best and showed the best quality in it? 
Because that's why you have the Ballon d'Or, right? You know. Well, but but the, is the Ballon the Ballon d'Or will take in consideration like heavily the UEFA awards, won't it? Yeah. Uh, so it's like my top five in the world right now currently has Messi, Cristiano, Lewandowski, Mbappe, and Neymar. That's for me is the top five. Like Holland is not he's touching base there. Lukaku touching. There's a lot of players touching base, but. Jorginho ain't there. De Bruyne could be there. But... Yeah. Well, hey, 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 hey. That Lewandowski shout is top five in the world over mm-hmm. Holland. Yeah. Huh. That kind of negates what you said last week or two weeks ago, huh? No, last week uh, I said... Ho- no, for me, Holland is going to be the best scorer in Bundesliga this season. Okay. But okay. I do think Lewandowski is better than him. And there was news, too, that Lewandowski might leave. So... But yeah, I, I would like to talk about this because it's I feel like it's a better discussion than the top three players is the top three yeah. managers. Like if who's going to win it for you? Because I I have my doubts because I feel like it should. It's, the, the, the nominees are Thomas Tuchel, mm-hmm. Roberto Mancini and Pep Guardiola. Yeah. Who will win it? In my opinion, is Tom Guardiola shouldn't win it. A hundred percent shouldn't win it. For me, he's the third place there. Third place, I agree. Guardiola. I agree. Yep. My first, my th- my first place is is the coach who beat Guardiola three times in two months, and that is mm-hmm. Thomas Tuchel, because the fact that Thomas Tuchel went to Chelsea in such short time, and he managed to have such a big impact in winning the Champions League and outclassing a coach that spends so much money like Guardiola three times in two months. Yeah. That, yeah. But Mancini yeah. deserves credit too. Like the work he did at it's for Italy, like mm-hmm. I don't know any manager that could do the same work he did. So no. that's what makes him special with with Italy too. So and and, and remember, you brought up um, uh, who was it that has been? Be- oh, Mourinho, uh, becoming a little more docile over the years, right? A little a little more relaxed. Talk about Roberto Mancini, right? Yeah, he has followed that exact same trajectory. Um, you may recall. You know, a relatively tumultuous exit from Manchester City, which is what I love about kind of like this parallel here. Uh, but Roberto Mancini would be my pick. It would not be Thomas Tuchel. Um, basically, because you have to think about uh, the, the, the nation, right? Where Italy was. He took and blooded a whole generation, essentially, not a generation, but uh, of, of young Italian footballers uh, and somehow went from not making the World's Cup to winning the Euro Championship, right? That in and of itself, uh, he's he's built them on this foundation that should make them a phenomenal team and a tough, tough team to play for years and years to come. And he, they've got to be one of the favorites uh, heading into the World Cup next year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and just think about it after another year of Barella and, and all of these players meshing together, uh, I really just see it. But yeah, 36 games for Roberto Mancini, 36 games unbeaten on the international level. Okay, I get it. There are friendlies there. There are, but there were Nations League games. I mean, these they, these are numbers, okay? Um, we deal with the club level a whole lot more. And I feel like it's so much closer maybe to our, our heart because there's nationalism involved in Italy versus, you know, things like that. But um, it, it, it just... He's got to win for me. Um, I get, I get I, your point there. I yeah. get your point. It's, I, do, I think you're right, though. I think Tuchel is – I think he's going to be the odds-on favorite um, 
although I think Mancini should win. Um, I just think it's pretty fitting that the guy that like turned Manchester from red to blue or started the trend of turning it red to blue uh, is, is the guy that winds up literally making Europe blue. Um, <laughs> that's a so, good. That's a good one. That is a know? good analogy. That, that, that is a good. <laughs> analogy. I'm I'm that guy that gets the jokes late. Like, geez, this is it's just been proven in video. Like, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I would yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Mancini won it, but Thomas Tuchel, like the difficulty, uh it's yeah. I just I just go crazy with this dilemma. But so yeah, yeah. we we basically kind of get the idea that who wins the Champions League gets this award. So mm-hmm. this season it's an open pawn, right? I know we need the qualifying games, the playoffs. Yeah. I want to see if Benfica passes with PSV. See all that. Like there's matches to happen. So, but hey. who do you think might win it? <sighs> well. Group stage, I just love the fact that it's back. Group stage starts in three weeks. Group draw is at the end of the coming week. So we'll we'll know who's got maybe an easier route to the knockout stages. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But, you know, like I've been waffling back and forth with this. I've been thinking about it and thinking about it. And ultimately I realized I hate predictions, dude. Uh, This is just, this is too tough. Uh, You know, like uh, looking at the, the um, additions, PSG is a favorite. They have to be a favorite. Uh, It's really hard to repeat as a, uh, a champions league champion. Um, Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, looking at Chelsea and the addition of Lukaku and all that, uh, that's great, but I just think it's going to be new blood and, and, um, I'm going to go with the odds in this particular uh, thing. But, you know, Messi still has to play a game. Sergio Ramos mm-hmm. still has to play a game. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has to do that deal where, you know, Mbappe – no, just kidding. <laughs> they can win it without him. And there's still question marks. Even after all that, there's still question marks with PSG and and whether or not Poch is the, the right guy to take him forward mm-hmm. with this. So, um, you know – I think if you're getting rid of the away goal rule, I don't know why this would even be a factor, uh, but that is a new thing for the Champions League coming um, this time around. No away goal rule, which would wipe out some of the most momentum, momentous uh, wins ever. Um, I'm going to go with sheer power, sheer star power, and I'm going to say PSG. Okay. Very long-winded. I think like the, fav- the, fa- the 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 storyline with PSG is I was telling you like before the pod like it's the Parisian Galacticos now at PSG like you got Rams, you got Messi you got a lot of stars and by having a lot of stars even the goalkeeper of the Euros is there like like <laughs> these guys need to be the top contenders and the underrated thing with PSG is they got Kimpembe there they got Marquinhos there and now they got Rams mm-hmm. there. It's like the amount of center back talent there, the depth, it's very, very good. But I'm yeah. going to talk about like more of the teams that we'll judge if they don't go anywhere. And sure. if Juventus with Christian doesn't go anywhere, like the reputation that of the transfer move of Christian to Juventus, it yeah. kind of be tarnished there, you know? Because people will think about it as, look, they lose their momentum with the league. Mm-hmm. They, they actually become a worse club all around like the impact wasn't that good so 
I feel like Juventus have a lot to prove in this in this Champions League. And the other mm-hmm. storyline I wanted to mention was Bayern Munich. Because Bayern Munich now have so, uh, they have a young co- coach with Julian Nagelsmann. Mm-hmm. And pieces like if they get Sabitzer, okay, mm-hmm. I feel like that might be the move that it's it might be 40 to 50 million. I don't know the, the, the money on it. But it'll be the type of move that'll look like a hundred million towards towards other clubs because yeah. he'll be so good with Bayern Munich. So my top candidates, even United, was there. I feel like United could surprise people in the Champions. Yeah, Varane is there now, and there was a point in the Southampton game uh, that I was saying, "Damn, like United have a <laughs> lot of off- offense talent there." And- Sancho, Greenwood, Brun, Pogba. Like, that gets to a stage in which you got so much offense, like, a lot can happen in the game. And maybe with Varane there, because Lean Love, I don't get it, man. Like, why, why do you keep on playing him? Like, he he was he has a good passing ability, but just put Varane there with Maguire. The sooner the better. Uh, yeah. But uh, going on with that, he might be good for them in the Champions League setting. So... Let's see. I think I feel like they could be contenders too. And Chelsea, yeah, you're so right there. Chelsea must if they can, if Real can get the double. Okay, they had one of the best players in history with Christian, but mm-hmm. they had a transition coach too. They won it with Ancelotti, and then they won it with Zidane. I don't know. Like, can Chelsea get a double? They can. Will they? Unlikely. But they got depth for that. They got depth for that. Yeah, and that, you know the 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 route through the group stages that actually does matter when it kind of comes down to this. Uh, so uh, yeah, and and another one I was looking at was like, could this be the year where there's a cannibalization of big teams, right? Where mm-hmm. Chelsea's strong enough, United could be strong enough. Manchester yep. City is a chip on their shoulder, and we've spent a whole bunch more money. Uh, not we, but you know they've spent a yep. whole bu- bunch more money in order to get this thing. Um, and, and could it wind up being um, the the team that has a system, the team that literally has a culture built around it and has kept its core intact, like an Atletico Madrid? And that's what led to me what led me to believe, looking at their roster and saying, "Wow, they're pretty thin up the top." Okay. If Suarez, if you know, but Simeone has shown he can do it. You know, uh, he's he's been very good. For, for some years' time. So, uh, you know, they don't always play the most attractive style of football, uh, but uh, you, you got to have them up there as well, at least at least with a shout. But what do you think, I mean, Premier League-wise, Manchester City, does it come down to the fact that they need a striker in order mm-hmm. to do that, or can they do it with their current roster? They can't. They can't. Manchester okay. City can't, do, can't win the Champions League with their current roster. Only if Ferran Torres has a huge development. And that is big. the only way. And that is something big, exactly. Or Liam Delap. Yeah. Or those two have a huge development. Or that, I can't see that happen. They need the striker. I could. My wild card, though, in the Champions League is the wild card that has the top 10 player in the world. And that is Dortmund. Yeah. Like, Holland is there. Anything can happen. Like, any game, any team that goes against... Dortmund, you're going to maybe get outscored because they have Holland. So, I yeah. feel like a Jude Bellingham is even going to be better. Royce with all these young bucks, Gio Reyna, like they need to sort the defense, I know, but, yeah. <laughs> like, they're a wild card there, you know, so like, yeah, it's... Uh, but... uh, and, hey, when they're on, they play really, really great 
uh, football. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy, I enjoy watching them. And that's not just because Gio Reyna is playing a big part for them, but they, they do have a lot of great pieces. I think they're a little ways away. The issue is, yeah, when it comes to champions league and you are a club like Dortmund that tends to sell your players for a whole lot of money because yeah, you're really right. good at business. Um, but when you tend to do that, it's now or never. Um, but yeah, if they're, if they're going to make their way through the knockout stages, uh, they better be scoring five, six goals a game because their defense is not going to cut it uh, anytime soon. Uh, the other one I definitely wanted to bring up, and I, I don't see them as viable favorites, but um, Zlatan Ibrahimovic hmm. is probably the greatest um, active player without a Champions League title to his name, That's right? He might even be the greatest ever to not win the Champions League title, but there is a certain Ronaldo, R9, uh, that did not win a Champions League title. Uh, but Zlatan, this is this is it. This is it, probably, right? I mean, that's it. Um, Milan did finish second last year. They only made it to the round of 16, I think, in the Europa League's, uh, League. Um, so, no, I don't see them as a viable favorite, but um, it just has to be brought up. Because Zlatan is Zlatan, and he's only going to be Zlatan for a few more years, uh, at least on the footballing stage. Um, and wouldn't it be nice if, if he gets kind of a, a big boost? They have some some weapons. Um, I just don't think it's good enough to go through the UCL. That's a madness. Uh, I never. I, I actually, that's a stat I didn't know. Like it's yeah, it's Ronald Flom didn't win the Champions League too. He did not. Not that I know of, unless I got my calculations wrong. But no, I I, I did not there see his go. name on there. That is crazy. That is crazy. Well, there you go. Did you enjoy this one, Brendan? Did you enjoy this one? <laughs> I, I, I did. There's so many questions and so many things to still talk about. True. Um, I'm going to apologize in advance for my, uh, my camera if it stinks. Let me just tell you. We are in the process of making uh, big decisions and updating this. So, uh yeah. Exactly, guys. I'll just give a, a, a little hint there. Twitch. Something may yeah. be happening, and Twitch will finally be going bold, maybe. So that's the hit, guys. So there you go. No uh, more Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, but you need to start somewhere. In life, keep that yeah. one, guys. You start hey, you can somewhere. talk about football anywhere, anywhere man, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Nobody has to see my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but it does help. <laughs> so they feel better about themselves it does uh (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just crazy to think it's been 18 episodes so uh you know i'm looking looking forward to what the next 18 bring and and um i'm I'm, i'll tell you what i'm i'm just dizzy by the time we start this there is just so much to talk about and so much you want to say uh so yeah keep keep talking to us guys and and let us know kind of push us in the right direction of things you really 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 want to hear about so we can um go in on it uh i just look forward to it here and see like we we want to improve guys because you guys deserve the best sure we're gonna end up with that one there you go episode 18 Peace out, guys. So long.